0: Welcome back, boys and girls. The Pick Your Poison podcast. We're on to week 10. Double digits already. Last week was not good for the majority of the Pick Your Poison podcast or the Rebs. The Hogs were on a bye, kind of a toss-up there. Rebs fall The Auburn. The Refs, you could say the Refs fucked us. You could say that Lane Kiffin going for it like a million times in the red zone and only get I think we we had like eight red zone opportunities and only scored two touchdowns, mm. had no field goals in the red zone. That's that's pretty tough when you do that. So I I, I want to blame the refs. Blame the refs are fun against especially
1: against Auburn because they all get all the calls. But but that's how every Auburn game goes. Like we the same exact thing happened to us where we thought there were a few plays there. If like obviously we were like okay the Hogs could have played better. Yeah. I think the refs, sneaky, do just enough to change the game. Yeah. That like like big momentum momentum calls exactly. that you don't necessarily notice. I don't know, just a bunch of missed opportunities all over. The refs did not help
0: at all. That's what you gotta account for that against Auburn. I mean, Jesus Christ by this point. I feel like Ole Miss and Arkansas are the two biggest like casualties against these Auburn refs that always get against us. Both both last year and this year, we've kinda gotten screwed by the refs. But the only person the the Podcast as a whole, myself, Rebs Bagman, Pullman Profiteer, and bert all tough weeks last week. However, the best of us all, straight out of rehab, five and two last week, Boomer. The prodigal son
2: has returned. It felt good to be back in the winter circle, and uh, you know I'm ready to do it again this weekend.
0: Yeah, so you can tell that Boomer is joining us via telecommunications. He gets one good week, goes 5 and 2 once, immediately doesn't go back to rehab, he doesn't need to go back to rehab. No, books himself a week-long vacation down at the beach. So, you know, you, you don't need you don't need a, a you don't need a, a string of winners together to get Boomer to go spend it all. No, no, no. One one good week and he is out of Dodge, straight to the beach. Hey hey Boomer, what what is the weather like down there right now? Oh, it's about seventy degrees, clear skies, cool breeze, feels perfect. <laughs> I'm sure. I definitely didn't see a cold front passing through down there last night, but hey, whatever you need, I'm sure you're you're in seventy degrees no matter where you'd be after a five and two week. It, it's it's a it's a state of mind. State of mind. <laughs> last week, uh, finishing out, I guess the quick recap: uh, Michigan blows a thirty to fourteen lead against Michigan State with, like, a quarter and a half left. Kenneth Walker runs for five touchdowns. Michigan State's still undefeated. I feel like they're not actually that good. Still somehow undefeated. The fraud, we, they're both frauds. Both frauds. Still frauds. Still frauds, but... Michigan more of a fraud. M- more of a fraud, Michigan. Still TBD on how much of a fraud, Michigan State. And then, I guess, kind of the other last kind of major game was, what, Florida was down 3 to nothing with three minutes left until halftime. And then you look up at half and they're down twenty-four to nothing because I don't know, Dan Mullen's a dum-dum, and they gave up a million turnovers in the last two minutes of the Georgia's ridiculous defense, and they scored on all of them. So us uh, us Georgia backers, that was nice, but yeah, that was a bad look for Dan Mullen. Those are the the, I guess the main outtakes from last week. Like I said, Boomer led us all with a five and two week plus two and a half units, still only thirty and forty. Record on the year, 43%, down 14.8 units. Pullman Profiteer is leading us on the year at plus 5.1 units. Had a 6-6 six six week last year, hitting at 47% overall. Rebs Bagman coming in next, 59-50, and 50, plus 3.6 units overall. Had a 5-7 week last week, not great. And then, God, burr, you took a tumble from the top of the standings. You were 2-7 last week, over lost 5.1 units. Only up 3.4 units on the year. That was you had a you had a boomer-esque type week.
1: Yeah, there. y'all y'all, I, y'all could not, I could not handle being in first place. If if it's bad again, I might have to uh, boomer might have to be my sponsor when I check in. You're Re-Map. like the
0: hogs. What the second they got into the top ten?
1: Um, yeah, very much so. Tumble yeah. out.
0: So that was last week. We got to bounce back this week. Except for boomer, maybe he keeps the streak going. But if I know anything about boomer. The second he goes off somewhere like this on a vacation or somewhere gives out a picks from some undisclosed locale, those are fade-worthy picks, folks. He's done zero. I guarantee he's done zero research this week. So we will get right into our picks. First up, Missouri traveling between the hedges and Athens at Georgia. Georgia is a ridiculous 38.5 point home favorite with an over-under of 59.5 boomer. I know we've said Georgia is like, don't care the number, lay the points, close the book. This is an SEC matchup with a 38 and point spread. Can you lay that many points? Yes, I can. The, uh, I was kind of thinking
2: about it. That is a ridiculous number for an SEC matchup. However, I just, I just don't see how uh, Mizzou's going to be able to stop them from running the ball, and I don't see how Mizzou's going to be able to score so I'm going to lay the points here, ride them hogs. They're 6-2 they're against the spread all year. They've had some ridiculously high ones. Uh, so I, I think they've got
0: it in them. Yeah, I went back and number. looked. The last time the spread was this high, it was against uh, when Georgia was playing South Carolina earlier this year. They were a they were a 36-point underdog, South Carolina was. They lost 40-13, to 13, so they covered that spread. I, I don't know if I can lay this many points. That's absurd. I mean, I, I said last week, lay the points. Don't even look at it. Just take Georgia, up. go walk up to the counter, place the bet. Don't look at the number. I can't do it this week. That's just far too many points. But I will take the under of 59 and a half. Look, Missouri's rush defense is god-awful. Georgia's going to run the ball like 60 times and just milk the clock. Stetson Bennett might not have a passing attempt this game. And you, you've seen Georgia defense all year. Missouri might not score. So give me the under 59. Quick game. Sleeper. 11 o'clock. Georgia coming off a big win against Florida. I don't know. I just think it's a very low scoring, sleepy. You look up, the game ends 48-6, to six, and that was that. Bert, what you got here?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Georgia first quarter, Quarter, Georgia first half. So you're, you're going with your Bama scheme. Yeah, I'm going with my Bama scheme. It, it now applies to Georgia this year. And go ahead and get my money by twelve thirty p.m.
0: It, it might not really apply to Bama. Like it applies to Georgia more than it applies to Bama at this point. Oh yeah,
1: hard. yeah, certainly this year. Maybe that should just be my whoever's the dominant team, in the SEC, just take them. But this game is at Georgia. I feel like every single game has been at Georgia. Yeah, the Kentucky game, the Arkansas game, obviously neutral site this last week. I think the SEC helped them out, scheduled all their games at home, knowing this is going to be the, the year of, of the, year. the dog. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, give me first quarter. Give me first half. Give me my money by twelve thirty, and then uh, I'll use that later on.
0: Another fun fact here: Missouri is the
1: last winless team against the spread
0: in college football. Oh, and
1: I saw what Vandy did to them last <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah, they they almost lost uh, to Vandy. Uh, it was I mean, embarrassing.
0: It's embarrassing. They they are so so bad. But I just don't know if Georgia can physically get up for this game. I mean, you can't physically bet on Missouri here, but I don't know if I can lay that many points in an SEC contest. So I mean. <laughs> I, I, th- I think I might ride Mizzou. Uh, you know
2: the last couple weeks of the year because they—they're going to cover the spread eventually.
0: Will but they though? I, I mean,
2: oh,
0: oh I, and I, I
1: just think it—it ma- it has to happen.
0: But I just don't think it's going to happen this week. They're like you, Boomer. I mean, you uh, eventually water finds its level.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's 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 the motto it's and uh, a dork I don't dork think it with will it eventually but
0: not now. I didn't know really think about this. You you that mo- that's so your motto that after you finally had a winning week you literally found water level. You you literally went and found water's level <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> 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 so, and, oh, no. You and you Missouri are I meant to fight. be. I can't wait to see Missouri on your card when you tweet it out on Saturday. But we'll get right into our next one the Hugh Freeze Bowl. Liberty traveling to Oxford to take on the Rebs. Rebs laying 10 points at home against their former coach. I don't know if he will be uh you know, he had some, had some good times in Oxford, you know, w- won the Sugar Bowl. I don't know if this will be a happy ending for Coach Freeze. Over under of 68 points here. Burt. I'm going to start. I'm going to start here. I'm going to start. Bring it on. First off, the Rebs are so damn injured. It's insane. Mm. Down our top three, really our only three receivers. Half the O-line, corrals on three-fourths of one leg, running around. Our offense is decimated, but this is still liberty. It's fucking liberty. They lost to ULM. They lost ULM, folks. That's Louisiana Monroe. They lost to Syracuse. And their only wins are against Massachusetts, one of the worst teams in football, North Texas, Middle Tennessee, UAB, Campbell, and Old Dominion. So I'm not exactly blown away by that. I get they got Malik Willis. He's a stud, good quarterback, but he's banged up himself. We ran the ball down LSU's throat last time we played in Oxford. I expect us to do that again. Matt Corral might not have an, a pass attempt. Run it down their throats. Right at them. They don't have nearly the bodies we have. Under 68-2. Like I said, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Our defense has been playing better. Not great, but still, This is the talent here is we somehow have an advantage on defense with talent. I don't know. I like the Rebs big here. Under the total points just because I don't think Liberty can score. Boomer, what are your thoughts from, from Seaside? Yeah,
2: Hugh Freeze really just makes me
0: a little nervous in a game like this. Very this, nervous. This he will, he'll read he some can. Bible verses before the game yeah, and, and like, try to get his boys he, fired up.
2: He,
1: he's since, since been on
2: the schedule, what, like probably two or three years ago. He, I feel like he's been saving up material for his pregame spe- speech when he returns to Oxford. And that, that's the only thing that makes me nervous. But like you said... I think we're just going to run through them and it's not going to matter that all of our wide receivers are hurt and Matt Corral's not feeling good either. I I think we just run it down their throat. I'm going to take Rebs uh, minus 10 and you know what? I'm also going to take Rebs. I think their team total was at 39, uh, 39. I'm going to take the over in that because even without us passing, I think we're just going
0: to, I think we're just going to blow them away. Yeah. I mean, Willis is good and he might make some plays, but, Everyone around them's not great. They're not. I mean, it's Liberty. They don't have a super talented roster. But I think our defense plays pretty well, and yeah, I, I think this is Snoop. Connor has a massive game here, Bert. Yeah. I mean, you're you're
1: you're an unbiased take here. What you got for us? So when Hugh walks out onto the field, is it a massive course of booze, or is there, are you clapping for respect? Like, how do y'all feel? I think it's gonna situation. be a little bit of both.
0: I don't think there's yeah, gonna be a lot. Bag. I Depends don't think there's gonna are. be a bunch. Like I'll probably in the moment boo a little bit. I think there's gonna be some, you know, old school, old, you know, Rebs people that loved Freeze, the good old boy from Mississippi. They'll probably cheer a little bit. Remember, and you know, Sugar Bowl was badass. But uh, there will be some people that that boo as well. I don't think it'll be as big of a like, dividing factor, as some do people would think, think, though. Do you
2: think, will, will they do anything on the jumbotron, or anything, like, acknowledging that
1: Freeze oh, was they're, a they're, they're putting Freeze in the end zone. <laughs> they <they're>, they <laughs> erased, erased Manning, and they're putting oh, Freeze oh, in the I, end zone. Oh, I, I didn't know if they did something like, welcome
0: back, Coach Freeze, or something I could like see them doing something like that, where it's just
1: like, but, but, like not over the top. But he, obviously, but he put y'all in, in like, hey. so it's like you kind of can't.
0: Yeah, I don't but it's know. So weird, like the highs and lows. Like the like the highest almost has been in like decades was under freeze, and then by the time he left, we were so down in despair that like I don't even know what to think. My reaction, I think, is pretty damn neutral.
1: And it's been long enough. Y'all have Lane now. Yeah, so it's, it's, kinda, it's been
0: long. We yeah, got Lane. Yeah,
1: if, if we if we did not have Lane, if it's it was still Matt Luke. Oh Lord. So hard. Yeah.
2: Like, I, now that it's kind of worked out, like I think most people are just like, whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I don't want to throw bad juju in the air, but uh, was it this week? No, I'm not talking about week 10, but was it this week of the year, last year, in which Pullman told us all on the golf course to take Liberty Moneyline and they upset Virginia Tech?
0: I'd have to go back and check the th- records. It was in November.
1: I think it was in November. you have
0: to go and check the records. There were leaves on the ground at the golf course. yeah. Pullman did advise it's Probably close. Moneyline, Moneyline Pullman. I kind of hate that. Said Liberty over Vatek, and that hit. I, Liberty's not but as good this, this year as the they were last team. year. This is not the same team. Not yeah. the same team. We're on the Rebs. Bird, do you have a pick for this game?
1: Yeah, uh, I took it at 9.5 like on Monday, right when it came out. Clearly a better number. Um, yeah, I'll take that non-football number right there. I'm not even going to much further. I thought about taking the over just because Hugh might have a few little wrinkles up his yeah. sleeve. Early on, just a that that would gain a couple points, maybe a couple weird touchdowns, but I'm probably not going to touch that. Give me nine and a half reps.
0: All right, Boomer. Before we let you go, you got any extra locks for us?
2: Um, not at the moment, but y'all see my card. It'll all be
0: locks. It's we're gonna have another great week. <laughs> to all the to all the Boomer followers out there, they can't wait. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, later, peace. Man. One other, I did have one other note uh, for this game. Do you, you know Barrett Salih, the CBS reporter yeah, yeah. for, uh, I guess he's just a SEC guy, big, I think he's lived in Hawks. Atlanta. Yeah, he loves the Braves. I saw he's all about the Braves last night. I read his article today going through some of these SEC games. He had some spicy takes. I tweeted at him, inviting him to come on the pod. He did not, so I will air some grievances with him not here. I gave him the chance to defend himself. He did not take it. So, first off... Uh, there are only a couple games that he say things that like caught my eye, but this was the first one that he ran or that he had since it's the eleven o'clock game. I have to read this. He said, "Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral and the receiving corps will make this a shootout. Matt Corral and the receiving corps will make this a shootout. What receiving corps is he talking about? the The three starters that we had from the beginning of the year that are all out, or the 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 five walk-ons that are now having to play." Because we have everyone injured, like I or Jaden
1: Jackson from Arkansas.
0: Is he? I know you're just having to write an article just to make picks and throw it out there for content. But like, holy shit, dude, do some research. Oh, of course, this goes back to Arkansas, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Love that. Mr. Bur- I don't know that that caught my eye. I have a few more. I'll read them as we go. But like, I don't know, Mr. Salee. Maybe you should have came on to defend yourself. These are going to be some. Interesting, interesting I think hot it's takes. Barrett here.
1: Sally, because those are some girly takes. Boom, roasted. Got God, in there. So good. Right into our
0: next game with that heater. We got the two thirty CBS game of the week. Auburn at A and AM a four and a half point. Maybe even five. I think I saw it at five Chick up there. Home favorite. 49 and a half over under Burt. Auburn looked pretty good last week. Beat our rebs, beat your hogs. Can they do it on the road at A and M?
1: I don't necessarily know. I can't decide which way to take this game, whether it's Auburn or Texas A&M on the line. Because, yes, A&M beat Bama, but their next two games were against the bottom feeders of the SEC. Yeah. And I know they blew them out. They and blew people out South Carolina are, and Missouri. But yeah, who, and who hasn't? are still tooting their horn like, and they're just moving on up. Like, like they've got this all figured out and they've had a bye week. So, I mean, that Bama game still very well could have been Kind of a weird fluke, a a weird night in Kyle Field. So I haven't touched that yet. I'm leaning Auburn, so just wait for that on Saturday. But I am taking the under 49.5 here. Most of A&M's games have gone under that total. I think Auburn is clearly a run-happy team. A&M's a run-happy team. So give me under forty nine and a half.
0: Yeah, I do like that under. That is low though. It's just low. But I, so both these teams to me are like Spider Man meme pointing at each other. They're same. They're yeah. the same. They they have good, not great defenses, solid defensive lines. The main difference here, I trust Bo Nix more than I trust Calzone. That really is what it comes yeah. down to. I mean, I get us on the road, and a had an extra week to prepare off the bye. But like, I don't know. I, give me at this point, I, I've never it, before the season. I never would have thought I said I trust Bo Nix in a sentence, but now I'm I'm I, that's where I am at this point. I mean, I trust him more. Tough road game, tough environment. He used to literally
1: crumble in these scenarios, but but like he's played. This is like his 85th start for yeah, the Auburn dude. Tigers, he's and he's only old. got four left. I think Bo Nix is on this. Like it hit. He woke up one day and it hit him that oh, it's all about to be over, and he's been balling ever since. Yeah. And, uh, since you got since benched. he got bench, maybe maybe that's what helped him realize it. I'm really gonna pay attention to the refs here. Yeah, I, just, I don't know if they actually do it to a And M. They they kind of like a And M, you know. Yeah. The, the new guy in the never conference. know it could but, be a uh, ref
0: show, but yeah, this, this is a very this is a very perfect spread. I think you know you get. Three points for being at home, a little extra for the buy. So I think that's where we are with the mm-hmm. four and a half here. But I kind of looked at this line and said I could see Auburn winning outright. Both these teams are the same to me, so give me the four and a half, and I'll I'll take my my free points and ride. So I want Auburn plus four and a half. It's not a, a big time play or anything, but I do like Auburn on the side. Let's get to our three o'clock game, Burt. The Hogs coming off a buy. Mississippi State traveling into town, coming off a big win over Kentucky. The Hogs laying five and a half here. Decent amount of points to be laying at home with the hot state team coming into town over under a 56. Bert, I'll let you lead us off here with your Hogs. What do you got?
1: Well, I will say it did feel good to uh, rest up last week. We basically I had two bye weeks, but this game has had me thinking a lot this week, and I kind of want an unbiased opinion. So, Give to me. State
0: has looked – I mean, they beat Vandy two weeks ago. They blew him out, but who doesn't blow out Vandy? Vandy's horrible. And they beat Kentucky last week. I kind of thought Kentucky was going to go into Starkville and win that game, but they won by two touchdowns outright, very clearly the better team. The only issue I have is, though, Kentucky had four turnovers, mm-hmm. three interceptions thrown by – what? what's the uh, – Levis. Yeah, Will Levis one fumble and so when you go when you win the turnover battle four to nothing you got you that's a win no matter what so Kentucky really just shot themselves in the foot all night gave that game away and I can't stop coming back to last year when when uh, Barry Odom had the perfect game plan for this state passing attack it took I went back and look at those stats I get it was KJ Costello and not Will Rogers the quarterback for state now it took KJ Costello 59 attempts to throw for 313 yards. What? That is ridiculous. Through three picks, Arkansas had, this was a 17-point underdog, one outright. I can't get that out of my mind. And it's not like Leach is going to change his system. So, I don't know, five and a half points to me is a little too much here. I'm going to take State catching the five and a half, but I think it's a close game. So those are kind of my thoughts. It all comes back to that Barry Odom. Can they slow down Leach's air raid, which – has looked good the past two weeks, but I don't know if that's just an aberration.
1: Yeah, like I said, I've been back and forth about this all week. You obviously have State, who has been trending up. And then, you know, the popular thing to say about the Hogs is they're trending down, but our losses are to good teams, yeah. you know? On the road, at Ole Miss, and then literally college game day, Georgia.
0: Let me let me ask you this. When you saw this line come out at five and a half... I thought it was too high. D- yes, so that was my first thought, too. And I, maybe, that's, maybe I, that's... I was
1: I was shocked, but... Uh, one thing you did fail to mention, after the college football playoff rankings came out last night, there's going to be a 17 by by yeah. Mississippi State's name, which is ridiculous. They're five and three. We're five and three. And we didn't even make it. Oh, I didn't even system hand play. Panned
0: up system play, system play. I well, because State hadn't been ranked and yeah, any and other Liverpool, you didn't really think about. So it. I was I didn't even shocked to see calculate that. Calculated yeah. that. That was a. Uh, I saw Brandon Walker, redneck State fan, tweet out that uh, he was like, I think they just put us at 17 because. They want to give Bama another top twenty. Oh no, victory.
1: I I believe that because they they have uh, Texas A and M at fourteen. Yeah, and they just like really want to like just I, give. I, I believe a conspiracy for sure.
0: One million percent. They want Bama up there for Make every look good. In, in any way
1: they can. Anyways, um, so I've been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth.
0: Ray Allen, Ray Allen, switching back and forth.
1: So Barry Odom like kind of gave the blueprint, or maybe he didn't give the blueprint, but Barry Odom was the most successful against Mississippi State. And we're rested. We're finally rested. Kentucky like
0: off a of by last week, though, and couldn't stop them. I don't know. This is just wonky as hell. But system play. System, system play. System play. I will refuse we're to say rested. anything
1: otherwise. We're Kentucky, I mean. I don't like, care if it's too many points. System play. Shout out Boomer. He's been roasting Kentucky all year. Yeah. You know, and he didn't. Their best win is against Florida. I mean, it's not like Florida's really that good. They're in turmoil right now. So, yeah. Kentucky could very well be a fraud. The Mississippi State, that was nighttime at home. Cowbells. Kentucky never wins there. But like I said, they're tr- Mississippi State's trending up. Arkansas, cute to say they're trending down. But we get them at home. I think right now I'm going to take the over. Oh, I'm too scared about that line. I don't necessarily know if we cover five and a half. I saw on one sports book today it had gone up to six. Sheesh. So give me the over. I very well may take my um, Arkansas Razorback basketball approach from last year and hedge my emotions pretty hard with that plus 175 Mississippi State. I would never in my life put that on the card. Yeah. That is not going to count towards the standings. That is only counting towards my heart or, I guess, my wallet. Sure. And, uh, anyway, so give me the over right now.
0: All right. Well, let's get right into our next one. This is usually a massive, massive game. This year, not so much. The LSU Tigers traveling to... Bryant-Denny to Tuscaloosa, shithole, Bama 28.5 point favorite, over-under of 66. Pullman sent me a message saying that he has a read on this game, so let's give him a call real quick.
3: You have an incoming call from Washington State Penitentiary Inmate number 69,420. Would you like to accept?
0: Yes. Oh, man. What's going on, brother?
3: Oh, uh, you know, still drunk on toilet wine. Uh, my big Braves win last night. You know, I've been anti-Mariners ever since they, got, they didn't pay the kid. So, uh, big, big win for my tribe last
0: night. Yeah, it was a big win for your tribe. I'm glad you were able to whip up some toilet wine. But let's get right into these picks for this week. we got LSU at Bama. Bama laying four touchdowns with a 66.0 point over under. Do you trust N. O off a of buy on a dead season? Uh, you know what's really funny is this is a uh, full circle
3: from last year, the uh, the pick of the century bet, I believe. Yeah, the
0: pick your poison max play of the year of the decade of the millennium.
3: So I'm seeing this line at 28 and a half right now. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Is, isn't that what it was last
1: year?
0: Oh. I... Do you know what? That might be exactly because I know it was. 28
1: or 27. I know it was right at twenty-eight.
0: That was. I think that was the closing line. We got ball all the way up for twenty-six, right? Because we, because we, I mean, I think I we covered. Years. We won by thirty-eight, and i had pleased it up to thirty-five. That is ridiculous. But uh, I gotta
3: take the same bet as last year. Not as much money, but I still think this is a two-unit play. Uh, give me Bama here. LSU's dead. They can't stop the run. I mean if you can't stop the run against Ole Miss with their bad offensive
0: line, Bama's a de- uh, decent offensive line is just gonna kill kill them, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. we we got uh we got Bigley here in house. The spread closed at twenty-nine, I'm reading. So right there at twenty-eight and a half. That could that could be just the, the a rounding error by the website we just looked up. But yes, I love that pick. I absolutely love that pick. First, Bama first half. Just go ahead and put that out there. It'll be probably 16 or so. Put that on my card. Hadn't been released yet. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm adding that one as well. That, that's an autoplay. Yeah. Autoplay. I mean, that was an electric... I mean, we had that red all year last year. We had starred that from opening week. We knew that was going to hit. I did see that a Bama player... I forget who it was. Maybe the running back, Robinson, was doing an interview earlier this week, and he said... Well, you know, we remember the last time they came into Bryant Denny, we know what they did, and that was like so they're still pulling out they're the trying revenge to find card. Bart, they're still pulling oh, out revenge God. card from two years ago. Nick Saban plays the revenge card for three years. He did it against Ole Miss. If you beat him, you will beat the shit out of you if he can for three He'll years. He'll absolutely yeah. takes him to forgive. No, you're absolutely right. I'm on I I, I love this. Little side note here: We talked about it last week. Both teams off a of buy here. I went back to last week on the two games where both teams were off a of buy. The favorite covered and the under hit. So I don't know if I'm gonna take the under here because Bama might put up a 50 burger on
1: LSU. Love the tide first half. Love the tide full game. Burt. I honestly have nothing else to say about this game because y'all said it all. Bama, Bama, Why Bama. Not? It's and gonna y'all know be me. I'm gonna take Bama first quarter. Bama first half. I'm yeah. A broken
0: record. It's a. It's. I mean, it's gonna be a public side. I don't care. Lay the points, Sabin Revenge Tour, they're still hyping up that game from two years ago when Joe Burrow won in Bryant-Denny, and Sabin is pissed. Saban
1: is pissed. So I don't think there's a single player on LSU right now that, that was on, on that, on that team. team. No,
0: either they've opted out or they've gone to the NFL. Uh, I actually have uh, one thing to add. Do you think we can get Nick Saban tried as an accessory to murder? Because that was definitely a Bama ball car right there.
3: Oh. Henry Ruggs' situation.
0: Yeah, Henry Ruggs going 156 miles per hour in a suburb with double the legal limit of BAC in his system. Yeah, I mean, that... Saban definitely gave Rugs that car coming out of high school as a recruit. So I mean, I didn't know
1: Dodge Chargers went 156, but I guess they do.
0: Oh, that's that's what they're. pure blooded American Muscle right there. <laughs> of course, it gets up to 156 a Dodge Charger. Yeah, no, I. Hey, Sa- Saban doesn't give you the standard ones. He those, those got the stock. Uh, he they gets the, the souped engine. up. Maybe if we can, pills. maybe if we can throw that into uh, in like an Auburn County trial. Maybe we could do pull it off there, but I don't know if that would fly in Vegas. We'll check with Lee County. I'll sniff
3: out with my sources down there. I mean, well, I'm already in jail, so I'm basically a lawyer.
0: This yeah, is- they, they'd love to do so in Lee County. I right. so Pullman, you got one more Tennessee at Kentucky. It's a pick right now. pick at Kroger Field at night, 56.5 point total. Pullman, I know you love Kroger Field. Are you riding with them? Uh, no, I'm pulling the
3: hezy hey here. Uh, I saw UK announce a new NIL deal for the basketball team basically everyone's going to make six figures who's on the team, uh, like, you know, for every new recruit. Oh my God. I, I just think Kentucky fans are past football after that loss. After losing the state embarrassingly, uh, I think they're like, okay, basketball season, we're fine, full eligible, whatever. Uh, I think Kroger Field's going to lose a little lust, and I think the balls are going to travel.
0: So, I, I don't know. I've seen this happen before. It might be too cold now. I know the Rebs are having a preseason scrimmage, whatever, open to the public on Friday night in the Pavilion, obviously, but I've seen the Kentucky basketball team do a scrimmage at halftime of the football game. Any chance they do that this week?
3: Uh, Usually it's during day games, so I don't think it would be this situation, and plus it's going to be thirty degrees out. I don't yeah. think the
0: basketball guys are gonna know. be wanting to run around out there. Definitely not, especially now that they're making six figures. All right, you're on Tennessee. I don't know, Kroger Field at night, you might be right that the fans are gonna be turning their heads to a basketball season. I don't know. they had they got boat raced by State last week, but they like I said earlier, they had four turnovers that kinda of tilted that game. I'm going to ride with Kroger Field at night here. Give me the Cats. One last gasp. They're still got – they have two losses. It's not like they can't go 10-2 and two with a couple wins against decent to mediocre teams down the road. I'll ride my tried and true hard place to play Kroger Field. That's a pick or poison special. Give me the Cats. I want to pick them at home.
1: Bird, you got a read on this game? Yeah, I'm, I'm riding with Pullman on this one. I think Tennessee, they first-year coach when you're in your first year you can certainly ride the moral victories like you can the moral victories kind of count i think they've had a couple of those those these past couple weeks so give me tennessee i'm right there with you pullman they're right on to basketball season they were waiting for that loss to just knock them right into rup arena and forget all about it
0: yeah all right Pullman. well those are your two specials i know you got a couple more juicy locks for us yeah i'll go with my uh
3: real nasty game first um Utah State is traveling to New Mexico State, a little Aggie on Aggie crime. Utah State is an 18-and-a-half point favorite on the road, and I'm uh, laying the points there with them. New Mexico State's terrible. Any any spread less than 20 points against a decent team, I'm going to take it. And I think Utah State's a really good group of five team. They've been competing. Their losses are to only uh, – Boise State and BYU, and if I tell you that about a group of five team, you're like, automatically going to be like, yeah, they're probably a conference champion contender. Um, new Mexico State is terrible, so give me Utah State. And my last game is way more normal, but it is a big spread. 6.30, Indiana traveling to Michigan. Give me Indiana with the new quarterback catching 20 and a half points. I don't know if Michigan's going to score enough to get a big enough lead where Indiana can't, can't keep it in the number right there. So Penix is out.
0: Penix and Tuttle are out. They're on the third string who looks better than both of them because, you know, Penix is addicted to interceptions. Tuttle is a basically a 1930s quarterback. Yeah, he's got a there, noodle but... arm. I like that pick. Add that to my card. I like that. Give me, the. Give me what is it, three Windiana we're going for? Yeah, three Windiana. Uh, they went out, there's still a bowl game inside. So I, love don't, don't I love it. Don't give up uh, my Hoosiers. I love it. Corey's going to be rocking.
1: Pullman up. A- we, we were talking about you, I mean, we talk about you all the time, but earlier in this episode we were talking about how last year you, on the golf course, had us pick Liberty Moneyline. And, uh, against Virginia Tech. Against Virginia Tech, and it hit, and we were all happy and celebrating and partying. We are wondering, is that the same week as as this current year? And in fact, it is. Last year, it was November seventh, twenty twenty. So we got November sixth this Saturday uh, of twenty twenty one. Does that scare y'all a little bit? Yes.
3: Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay, so i, I was I, already, already terrified. There's if you if they were not playing Ole Miss, that
0: would be added to the card right there. But it's it's being debated in my head. Oh God, I hate that you just told me that. I'm I'm,
1: terrified I'm sorry. Now. I'm sorry it happened.
0: All right, Pullman, we'll give you a call next week for some more picks. But in the meantime, uh, enjoy the rest of that toilet wine. Celebrate the Braves win. Hey, if you
3: see someone in Atlanta who looks like me at the parade, I promise it's not me.
0: Definitely. I will definitely keep that in mind. There won't be very many people at that parade, I wouldn't think. So you'll probably be easily spotted. <laughs> All right, take it easy. Peace. All right,
1: peace. Later, Pullman
0: quick other side note I did have uh, we, we had I had pullman on so I didn't want to get go through these we got a few more Barrett's elite takes I want to give out for these the Bama LSU take Barrett says Sabin wants to get out of this one as quickly as possible and will not cover the number Sabin wanting to get out of a game against Ed orgeron a team that beat him last time they were in Bryant Denny He's going to want to get out of there as early as possible and not put his foot on his throat and bury an already dead man. I don't know about that, Barrett. And then for Kentucky-Tennessee, this one isn't that egregious. I just kind of caught my eye. He said he referred to Tennessee as a team that has quickly become one of the the most entertaining teams in the country. Again, I don't really know. I mean, I, I get that you can just throw that in an article about any team and it can probably be glossed over or the fans of that team will be like, yeah, absolutely we are. But what the hell has Tennessee done to be one of the most entertaining teams in the country? Maybe their fans against Ole Miss were were entertaining in a negative way. I mean, they hung with Bama for the first half and then got boat raced in the second half. I don't know. I haven't seen much from them that's given me any reason to think they're the most entertaining team in the country. But again, Barrett couldn't come on here to give us his reasoning behind some of these takes. So. We'll move on to our last SEC game of the week. Florida traveling to South Carolina. South Carolina, an 18-point home dog, 52 and a half point over/under. Bert Dan Mullen is in all sorts of trouble here in Florida. He comes out on his Monday press conference, gets asked about how recruiting's going, and he says it's still the football season. I don't worry about recruiting until the football season's over. Come and ask me about recruiting once it's recruiting season, and everyone's like, dude, it's always recruiting season in the SEC. What are you talking about? He then cancels the rest of the press conferences for the rest of the week, doesn't give anyone a chance to talk to the media. Is this a shit show in, in Gainesville? Are they going to like go up
1: to Columbia and lay an egg? What do you think? It probably is a shit show, but South Carolina's kind of been a shit show, a quiet shit show all year. Yeah. I was actually looking at this. Every team, after they have played Georgia, has played really well, at least offensively, the next week. Uh, Bandy goes and beats that juggernaut UConn.
0: Big time juggernaut. We
1: go, obviously, to Oxford, put up 51. Not quite enough. The only team that did not was Kentucky, who went on a bye week. So I'm going to take Florida and the minus 18, although there is that shit show. I just... I don't believe in South Carolina. And and I don't
0: don't really think – I'm on the same side here, Florida 18. I don't really think players give a shit about that. Like, the fans and the media make a big deal. Players don't give a shit, especially about – Yeah, Maybe they think I'm just – because he's focusing on us. Yeah, I mean, they can spin that in the locker room easily. I'm not worried about that. South Carolina stinks. It's going to be a night game in Columbia. I don't think that's going to play a factor. Their fans are probably done with this season, too. Give me the Florida minus 18. South Carolina stinks. I said last week I'm going to start focusing on – Fading bad teams, not really trying to like bet on teams I think are good, but just betting against teams that are shit. And South Carolina is one of those teams. So we're both on the same side here. I love Florida catching 18. That's it for the SEC slate. Let's get into our last game Texas at Iowa State. Iowa State, a six and a half point home favorite with an over under of 60 and a half. Look, Bert, we all we said last week, Texas always seems to find their way onto the card for our picks, this has absolutely nothing to do with the Texas football team, the players on the field. No, no, no. This has everything to do with the Halloween monkey of a Texas assistant coach's stripper girlfriend bit a Halloween trick-or-treater at the haunted house they had at their house last weekend. Yes, Texas's special teams coordinator, his (laughs) stripper girlfriend, her name is pole assassin has a
1: it was a therapy monkey right therapy an yes, thank
0: you a therapy a therapy monkey that bit a child so electric storyline going on in Austin this weekend also a little side note that people looked up that guy after that he's been flo- floating for the uh, for the Washington state job the head coaching job i don't see how you can hire a man after this story's been <laughs> after this story's come out i'm taking iowa state just from the comedic aspo- aspect of this monkey story coming out and it having to be a huge distraction in Austin this weekend. I don't know, maybe this is the same thing as last, what we just said about Florida, that players don't give a shit, but this has been such a ridiculous story that they have, everyone has to know about it. Give me Iowa State, minus 6.5, less than a touchdown. Monkeys, pole assassins, Like I tweeted this out, but Dicker the kicker, Texas's kicker, needs to doink one off the uprights to become a pole assassin this weekend. Or you read on this one, or are you just laughing at the story?
1: Yeah, uh, Dicker the kicker, uh, don't off the upright. Give me an Iowa State like block punt off Dicker. Maybe an Iowa State kickoff return, an absolute special teams gaff this week for UT. I mean, their coach is basically how, how do you take him seriously now?
0: No, I don't know how you can. It's, it's special teams blunders all. I mean, over. I'm sure
1: you've got special teams to play special teams plays figured out by this point of the season. But still, but, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm rooting for a, just an absolute special teams nightmare. I absolutely It's
0: a hilarious story. If you haven't read it, go look it up. It's all over the place. I'm sure everyone's seen it. But we will get into some bonus picks here. I'll rattle off mine real quick. Another system play, Wake Forest, a two and a half point underdog as the 10th ranked team in the country at North Carolina. System play, North Carolina, I haven't, they've been terrible all year, but... Can't fade the system. Give me North Carolina minus 2.5. Also like that over. It's ridiculously high of 76. But this is going to be back and forth all night. North Carolina wins on a last-second, last-minute drive. Touchdown to hit that over. Give me Purdue plus 3 against Michigan State. I don't know why the hell Michigan State, the number 5-ranked team, is only a 3-point favorite at Purdue. But that line stinks so bad, I have to fade it. Give me Purdue catching the 3 and lastly, I will take the under of 49.5 of Oklahoma State, West Virginia. You don't go into Morgantown at 230 and, and score any points. Oklahoma State's defense is good. West Virginia's offense stinks. I love that under. Bert, you got any extra ones for us?
1: Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, give me Baylor minus seven. Usually we like to cheer on the interim coach after they fired Gary Patterson, but that was He's a, legend. a ridiculous situation. Mid-season, at least let him, Mid-season, least let him finish. Built your program? Yeah. Multiple the multiple only leaders, relevance. Six bowls. The only relevance you've had other than Ladanian Tomlinson is Gary Patterson. And you're gonna do that to him. Don't tell me that these players are gonna wanna play next or this coming I week. I don't
0: care. I haven't even looked up who the usually I go deep dive on the interim coach. No, I don't care. Gary Patterson's had must have had every kid's back on that team. They all have his back. He's gone. I love that play. What's yeah. the spread?
1: The spread is minus seven. The only thing that worries me is Dave Aranda apparently is like oh, was he, just obsessed with Gary Patterson yeah. growing up. Like I had a picture of a fat head of Gary on his wall. But would that
0: make him want to bury this new interim coach? It's Ooh. not. Oh yeah, because he hates TCU now. That's what I'm saying. Like they can it. he wants to bury, show yeah, how good Gary mind. without Gary Patterson on the sideline. I'm gonna bury you I and like show that. My, that y'all
1: stink. My previous thought has gone out the window. Inverse, shutting honestly, it. Yeah, there we go. And then I also have UTSA minus eleven. Over UTEP, Texas-San Antonio, they just gave uh, Jeff Trailer an extension. But the kind of the main reason I'm betting on this is it's a non-Pac-12 game at 9.30 p.m. Uh, I'll be just getting home from Fayetteville, and I kind of want something to watch, so give me UTSA. I love it. All right, well, that's it for this week, boys and girls. We're about to head out to watch John Morant
0: dunk on some hoes at a Grizz game. We will talk to you next week.